It's a very low barrier to get into the Gronk Squad. That's crazy. We've committed to do the Daily Talk Show for 10 years. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Put it in the calendar. Oh, that one is. I'd just like to check the temperature in the room. I told you my squeegee story. It is outrageous. Come on, let's go. It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 950. Oh, it's a nice number. Edging closer to that thou. It's a chewy Tuesday. Uh, thank you to GB for saving the day today. One of the worst segments of this show, but I'll tell you why it won't be. In 30 seconds after you do your review of one of the most common chewies known to people. Okay. this is 30 a, seconds. I've never had this before. Starts now. Put the timer on now, GB. Start the clock. Um, this is a bubble mint from Extra. It's pink. And we're going to try it. Okay, smells like bubble gum. Ready? <laughs> I mean, people get furious at this flavour because they're like, well, it's mint and bubble mint, bubble gum. Should I do the FDI joke? <laughs> no, it's one, one's FDI, enough. don't move. <laughs> Got a better laugh that time, George. All right, um, there you go, TJ. Uh, yeah. So, what have you got? Uh, I'll tell you after this. Okay. So, I don't know, mate. I eat this every day. Um, to you. Amy has it in the car. We have it in the smaller form in the mm-hmm. container. Um, it's a it's an eight from me. I really like it because it's like sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, so it feels a bit naughty. Yeah. So the flavour is um, bubble mint, and um, name the top three ingredients. Um, some kind of gum, <laughs> Fla- uh, sweeteners. Um, what do they call it? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's in fucking chewing gum. Yeah, it's um, ingredients: uh, sorbitol, yeah, gum base, amectant, four two two. I I will bring. I'm saving this whole fucking show. Um, the difference between bubble gum and chewing gum. You want to know? Um, a bubble gum's a ball. <laughs> no, uh, chewing gum base is a natural gum. Called Chicle Harvested. I don't know. <laughs> From the sap of a tropical tree called a Sopapilla tree. Bubblegum base, on the other hand, is a mixture of starches and polymers made in a laboratory and specifically formulated to blow bubbles and kill children. <laughs> no, last bit. Add that last bit. Um, about- polymers, plastic? Who knows, dude? Polymers is plastic. But it's made in the lab. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, that's the end of Chewy Tuesday, or is it? Open up your phone, go to your email. Okay. Stand by. So, we started this year. I, I mean, it was strong. Mm-hmm. Chewy Tuesday, great idea. More oomph in the name than anything. Oh, this is good. <laughs> this is good. This is a USA Foods order. <laughs> So, we're going to have to wait. <laughs> um, some initiative you could have ordered this before today. Um, well, Tuesdays do come around every week. Okay. So, you've got, you've ordered um, one packet of Trident gum. Yeah. Tr- Trident's like a classic mm-hmm. American. It looks like a um, the packet of a dishwashing liquid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I hope it smells like Denkarub. And so, what I'm excited about these final two, it's the Trident Gum Cinnamon and the Wrigley's Big Red Gum. Classic Big Red. My new EDC, potentially. Mm. 
Um, <laughs> so when do we think that that will get... So, so that's two, three days. It'll be here first. next week. It'll okay, be here f- at the end of this week for next week. Mm-hmm. But at least we've got three packets to actually do some kind of a worthwhile Chewy Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Chewies that you don't normally get that we can review. Mm-hmm. Um, we may as well move on though. So, George, thanks for saving the day. And yeah, TJ. Great. No, you did a really good. Yeah, no, George really did. He literally said, have you got Chewy? <laughs> and so I, I appreciate that. Uh, what's been happening? Mate, um, uh, Elon Musk was on uh, Clubhouse. Yeah, so what was the deal? So, I mean, I, uh, uh, I've been on Clubhouse. <laughs> I've sort of moved on now. <laughs> Um, it's a classic bait and switch isn't it it's like i'm survived i'm so i'm surprised chewy tuesdays lasted longer than you you on clubhouse i do appear and my favorite thing to do in clubhouse is actually not being in the clubhouse but just letting people in because when you (laughs) let them in your name is on it forever and so there's some people that's like haven't spoken to in 10 years some people who are like you know well known in their industry or whatever And they pop up on my phone because I'm, I have them in their contacts. Um, like I have them in my contacts and it says so-and-so is waiting in line. Yeah. And so there's something real top dog about being like, hey, mate, come up. Like, but, like yeah, imagine yeah. saying, like, come on in. But not only when you come on in, you need to wear a name badge saying guest of Josh Jansen <laughs> forever. In small print, Josh's bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, um, it, so recapping on what... Clubhouse is it's a new app released this year was it no uh, released last, last year, year. It's so it's gained traction mm-hmm. in, in 2021 mm-hmm. um a lot of big name intellects are on it mm-hmm. it's basically a audio platform where people can live stream them talking so it's not video but it's like rooms of people that jump in and listen and that's about it you can you could get pulled in at any time but yep. the chances if you think you're getting pulled into a conversation with you arrogant fuck <laughs> with elon musk but i do like you do have that moment i even if yeah, i yeah, feel yeah. like they're going to the audience i'll sometimes quietly leave yeah yeah because yeah. <laughs> that's a function yeah. quietly, quietly leave. leave that's the only way to leave yeah I wonder if there's like leave, slam the door. Yeah, no, no. Just get and so out. anyway, so Elon so last Musk. last night I was at the gym. I went pretty late, eight eight thirty, mm-hmm. and um, leg day. I did some legs, did some squat thrusters, mm-hmm. some thrusters. You bar- didn't with like a barbell, a, uh, no kettlebells. Barbell, yeah, did some kettlebell swings as yeah. well. Uh-huh. What sort um, of weight? Twenty kgs, just in between, you know, just a just a set between my lat pull downs. To get yeah, the heart rate up. Yeah, yeah. Get the glutes working. Hip flexors, get ready. Okay. So you start with some lat pull downs, get mm-hmm. the back warm, get nice and thick, do some um, uh, swings in between to get the heart rate up and the legs warmed up. Then you move over to the thrusters. Any foam rolling? No foam rolling. No, not, not last night. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so at the gym, I see someone post um, uh, just saying that they just, that it was, that their mind was blown listening to Elon Musk mm-hmm. talk and grill the guy from um, Robin Hood, the CEO oh, of cool. Robin Hood, live on oh, the this app. Is, this is huge for Clubhouse. Huge. And so, the, I, I, immediately I jumped onto Clubhouse and mm-hmm. there's all these rooms that have been set up to talk, <laughs> talk about, about what happened. <laughs> Even Eric Weinstein, Weinstein was saying something. I think it was. I think his group was about that, but he was like, what just happened for culture? Or maybe he's so probably speaking about So, it I don't know anything about this. Can you tell me what they spoke about? So, he, uh, you can find this on YouTube. 
where some guy has known about what was going to happen because they do put like a, an mm-hmm. announcement, Elon's coming on Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. And so, there was a room set up. It wasn't specifically for him to talk to the guy from Robin Hood. They were talking for an hour oh. about a bunch of shit, right? And then they uh, they were talking about aliens. They were talking about how to get to Mars. And they were talk- some interesting shit about rocket science mm-hmm. and intellectual stuff that, you know, I can't keep up with. I was just going to the YouTube video to find the bit where he grills the guy from mm-hmm. Robin Hood. Robin Hood's the um, investment app or the stock trading app. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gets this guy- this guy comes in through- the, There's a facilitator who invites the guy in and then Elon just all of a sudden starts, mate, what has happened? Everyone wants to know, <laughs> but he was- so, Do you think it was, it was set up? Um, nah, I reckon Elon was just riffing. Yeah. Because at one point the guy's like, um, so I'll tell you a bit about who, you know, what Robin Hood is. I'm the CEO and Elon <laughs> says to him- yeah, we know, mate. <laughs> yeah, we know. But then he's like, wants to give context, but mm-hmm. he was really grilling him about it. What's your, uh, you know, just t- technical stuff about like who actually is behind the app and mm-hmm. saying, you know, what's your allegiance to these people in making this decision? But it was interesting. But that's and so. Was f- it on YouTube now that we can? It's go now watch? on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You can just watch Elon Musk on uh, Clubhouse, which it seems he's Elon's like. I heard about this a week ago. This app. Mm-hmm. Really? That's all. Yeah. And even but, the other guy from no, Robin Hood no. said, I literally heard about this app a week oh, ago. Oh, sorry, Clubhouse. Okay. Clubhouse. I thought you meant Robin sorry, Hood. Sorry, no, not Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this is the thing. These, It's so interesting. I, I like going to parties with um, my son's friend's parents and like, you know, chatting to them mm-hmm. and just realizing the fucking bubble that I live in yeah. when you're talking to people outside your bubble. Well, this is like even when I used to work in radio and when we would do something on Fifi and Jules, you know, driving you home, Fifi and Jules, <laughs> we thought that that was like, I just assumed whenever we did something, everyone, everyone in Victoria <laughs> was listening. It was so funny when I went from there to a tech company mm. and there was only one person in like the, the finance team who listened to radio yeah, yeah. and was at all impressed that I was webguy Josh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just fucking come in dick swinging. The, the guys, webguy Josh is here. It shows you how far your head can go up your yeah. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> not just you. I mean- Not just fucking you. Yeah. It was me too. I mean, the great thing about webguy Josh very quickly is that that was sort of the name, you know- A persona gets, yeah, yeah, you really yeah. embodied- which is very similar. Who came to up with Web Guy Josh? It was Jules well, they had Well, they had like a Web Guy Blake. They're all the they were all Web Guys, Web oh, Girls. It was, so just insert name. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. First bit Web Guy, yeah. Web Girl. But the funny thing was, they stopped um, when they changed their content management system for their website. I think that any time they did an article where it didn't, they didn't put someone's name to it, it would come up as Web Guy Josh. <laughs> <laughs> so and you so, got all the SEO. Yeah. Well, no. Well, the funny thing is all the the stuff that was a little bit controversial that no one wanted to put their name to yeah. was done by web guy Josh. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was very sort of, you would have felt that being in Shepparton, mm. you feel like you're doing the the biggest things yeah. in the world or maybe it didn't feel like that. No, I did. You go into a supermarket and then, not a supermarket because we know that um, the number one rating radio show is in Coles and it doesn't have anything to do That's with any That's true, the any number one digital FM. radio. It's yeah. digital, but mm-hmm. you They even into- say in Coles, I don't know if you like- Listen, stream Coles online at yeah. home. Oh, really? Yeah. So they're trying to get you to now listen. Makes sense. Like you like control all of the ads. Like rather than having to 
advertise on a radio station, why not just create your own? Make but it good. You'd go into a shop and you could hear your ads or, you know, bits from your own show, mm-hmm. which yeah. was kind of a cool, but it fucking does put your head up your ass a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then you, it is the bubble, right? It's like people just have lives that are going on. People don't know about half the tech shit mm-hmm. that you're interested in that you- Maybe I wonder where, why evolution, like it, it has become a thing where you, the the bubbles that we live in, like what's it serving when you think that your that your world is the world? Mm. Like what does it serve for survival, or is it ego that is just taken hold? And as you know, Holiday says, Ryan Holiday is the enemy. Ego is the enemy. Well, I think that you empathise with what you see, and so if you're just in this bubble. Unless you have any reason to leave. That's why, like, mm. you know, some people who never travel anywhere, mm. they don't have any perspective. But there are some people who it's like they openly try and they're reading about stuff and they're mm. watching different news. But um, the uh, last night listening to some, um, some gurus talk, <laughs> some me- meditation, I'm a not- conversation between- Two in- house? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's basically no. It's conversation between two, uh, two um, meditation teachers, mm-hmm. but ref- reflecting on the thought of self consciousness and it needing it relating to other humans, and so think about being in front of dogs, mm-hmm. animals. You're about the dog that mauled the other dog at the Bunnings. No good. No good. Rather, I mean, would you rather that? A child or a, another dog, if you had to choose. Depends. Another dog. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But this is, this is the point almost also that if you say your pants, you're in front of a crowd of 100 people, humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your pants come down, they see your pecker. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, depending on who you are, you mm-hmm. might be just like, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm packing? Or it could be for most people like myself, mm-hmm. I'd be embarrassed. I'd yeah. be self-conscious. I'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, no, you're-, you're immediately thinking what are these humans or what are these people in front of me thinking which is the f- and you were a feeling stripper. of self-consciousness mm-hmm. whereas if you had a bunch of dogs in front of you yeah. that just were woofing so what's the difference between self-consciousness and self-awareness the difference between self-consciousness and self-awareness well what is self-consciousness Mate, you brought this topic yeah, but i'm just I'm, I'm tra- but so self-consciousness uh, so, self-conscious, so yeah if we'll look at it so self Conscious, because when we think of self-conscious, normally we think someone that it's not it it has negative connotations, right? If you are self-conscious, it, you are it, you are feeling negative feelings, right? Do you ever feel self-conscious and feel good? No, no, no. I think it's yeah correlating to a negative experience, but the self-conscious is. May, it is determining that you like you're very aware of you as a self, like you as a yes, yes. as a shell, mm-hmm. and you're highly connected to that. So, you know, the if if something happened to you, and then it would be directly impacting the person that you think you are. So, it is self, as in the human. Do you want the definition? Yeah, give us the definition. Self consciousness is a heightened sense of self-awareness it's it is a preoccupation with oneself as opposed to the philosophical uh, philosophical state of self-awareness 
which is the awareness that one exists as an individual being, though the two terms are commonly used interchangeably. Mm. Which okay. is interesting because the half the meditation that I'm practicing mm-hmm. is um, about not having as an attachment to self or who I think I am mm-hmm. and what I look like, what I sound like, and and lowering the intensity and the connection to that. Do you think you care what people think more or less than five years ago? Much less. Mm-hmm. Much Why less. Why do you say that? Only because I've been practicing every day mm-hmm. meditation. But don't you think, like, it's interesting because I would say- Five years ago, you had more bravado. So, in some regards- What's happened to me? You've become a pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Josh Jensen's bitch. (laughs) No, but I think like isn't- So, bravado doesn't necessarily like um, connect to real confidence. So, you are more confident now than what you were five years ago, do you think? Um, If confidence uh, is correlated to- uh, understanding of my experience or like where I sit in in the world. Mm-hmm. So, what I wh- what do you think confidence? Is? Yeah. So if you step back, what do you think confidence is? I know what you're saying. Confidence can be just the willing to give something a crack, or you know, standing up in front of a crowd of people mm-hmm. and doing something that seems bold. Most people won't want to do. Um, but then confidence in Understand it. So, I think there's a real confidence in somebody who isn't as concerned about um, how they are appearing to everybody mm-hmm. else in the sense of relating to like being the feeling of self-conscious. So, yeah. like- And so, someone, some of the most insecure people are the most entertaining yeah. because they, because of their lack of confidence, they need, they feel like they need to bring a certain energy. Whereas yeah. if you don't have, if you don't feel- uh, self-conscious or if you don't feel insecure, you you are confident in silences or not over-explaining yourself or, mm. you know, having to be the loudest person in the room. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting the self-conscious relates to self-awareness mm-hmm. because you can be highly aware of how you're feeling self-conscious, but there's probably a level of awareness that you can drop away from the feeling of being self-conscious. Mm-hmm. So, right now, I'm looking at your face yes. and then who are you looking back at? Like, if in my experience in this moment, what am I thinking that you're looking back at can you draw to a, me? Can you draw a capital E on your head? Why? I just I watched a masterclass on the weekend, so now I'm an expert. Yeah, cool. So, I drew it the way that you're seeing it, not mm-hmm. the way yeah. that I would see an E. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it is Daniel well- Pink who wrote the book um, Drive, it's a great book. He um, he has a masterclass, and it's all about. He used to be a speechwriter for presidents. He's like really an interesting guy, and it's all about influence and things like that. Is that all? Draw an E on your head. <laughs> I'm gonna. No, can't be do you think? Do you think you're self conscious? Uh, no. So here, here's an example. Uh, Think about the first time we ever recorded the show. Mm. Think about the cameras and the heat that was coming off the cameras onto our face. Like you feel like we had this experience where we're talking, mm. but you feel the camera just there. And it's like, it's mm. uh, it's an energy that pulls you. Did you feel that? Definitely. Definitely. You, you, it's like a, 
you un- you're grounding mm-hmm. into yourself. So, like the whole ability to sort of let go of the feeling of you inside a shell, mm-hmm. which, which is your body, and thinking that this is the center of your experience. It, it makes you feel like you're really the center of the experience yeah. of life. And so, having cameras on you, you are then thinking about how you're inside or the feeling yeah, yeah. of being inside. And so, I think that part of it for me, I think about like how I had like the cut or colds or whatever the fuck it was on my face still do. Hasn't really like I keep forgetting that I have it and then I like watch back the video. Whereas I feel like previously I would have been thinking, oh, how does it look? Do I like, do I need to fucking like um, clear it up? Do I fucking put something mm-hmm. on it? Or like, is it like too obvious? Do we need to move where the camera? Like, I think that, um, yeah, but I think some of it is uh, the idea that if you show yourself when you're not always looking your best it sets up a realistic expectation. Whereas if you're always, we've always met those people where it's like they look great on Instagram and in person it's like it's an abomination. Mm. Yeah, and so then there could be a level of self-conscious those people experience based on it's not, it doesn't check out every moment. Well, do, do you know what I think part of the reason why I've stopped caring about how I look on camera is because I look back at stuff two years ago where I know that I was self-conscious and I didn't like the way I looked and I look at myself, I'm like, oh, I look good there. And so mm. it's like, hang on, clearly whether it's body dysmorphia or fucking mm-hmm. just like a self-conscious. So it's like, okay, uh, what about if it's actually not the, like if, if uh, there's so much in confidence in being able to communicate and so giving yourself the benefit of the doubt in that mm. moment where it's like, I actually don't look as bad as I think I look. I think that that's a good spot to be in. Well, self-consciousness is purely related to thinking. It's mm-hmm. like if there were- And so, if there's different thinking. So, for instance, it's it's all thought when you're thinking somebody is- When you're sitting across from somebody, you're mm-hmm. saying, they're looking at my lip. Mm-hmm. They're thinking this about my lip. But then also, you put- Like, if you are putting that into your mind, that's all that you are waiting for. You are waiting for mm-hmm. the cues- this is to Jess's point. Anytime I say, oh, shit's getting bad or like fucking get ready for it. She's like, don't put it out in the universe. <laughs> and I think that part of it is it's like if it's like when you're um, driving, if you look as you're driving, if it's a um, if it's a road where you've got cars going both ways, you don't look at the cars on the other side of the road because whatever you look at, you end up turning into a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so the best thing to do is like and I guess from a negative perspective is if you go into every conversation and say oh you know what like preparing for the worst you'll probably project a worser outcome than if you were thinking positively yeah do you agree yeah definitely and i think the the learning comes for a lot of people when it doesn't happen because you can still think pretty negatively and the Mm -hmm. negative outcome doesn't appear um, but the experience of having an, the the spending the time in a negative place mm-hmm. is a spiral of thought because it is just all in your head until it happens. Isn't it crazy when you wake up in the middle of the night how much more vulnerable you are to negative thoughts? In what way? So I woke up the the other night at like two in the morning, and I was like, "Hmm, sort of feels like the world's ending." <laughs> What did you, you be watching? 
before you went to bed. YouTube. I have not. <laughs> no, I, I can't say that would happen. I can't no, say that, that doesn't happen. happen. Not at all. I, I find that my darkest, darkest thoughts happen at the middle of the night. And then I'm really? like, you know what? <laughs> it's in the middle. It's the middle of the night. I think if I go to sleep, it will actually be better when I wake up. And then I wake up. I'm like, ah, it's not as bad. No, I you can't don't say. No, nah, I can't say. I go negative, unless it, unless it's just is something going on in my neighbourhood, mm-hmm. or I hear a noise, yeah, or something like that. But nah, well, that's a that's a good. It is good. I'm just I trying to work it out. Come if you if you go to <laughs> negative places when you wake up in the middle of the night. Yeah, and so then that is thinking. That's all thinking. Yeah. And so this, this, this are you still the, meditating every day? Yeah. This is the strategy of meditation is mm-hmm. to pull. So you're stuck in your head at that moment. Mm-hmm. You're 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 asleep. Your mind is just going, mm-hmm. and that is breaking the spell of that. To so, for instance, even if you are thinking negative, it's not. Even if you are thinking negatively, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Don't. It doesn't need to be that. That is a negative thing, or you should be annoyed at yourself. Breaking the spell of that to come back to thinking about your breathing or. Just trying to remove the attachment to those thinking is what will shift it. Mm-hmm. And so- Are you a guy that stays in the present, do you think, from a thinking perspective? Oh, never. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. <laughs> no, I, mean, but, I, I just feel like it, I'm always battling, thinking constantly about battling, the- constantly. Like when I look at a calendar, I like look ahead like what should I be- like not stressing about, but mm. like what is the problem that I'm going to have to solve in the future? So like that's yeah. like the idea of a calendar. Yeah, it's like, okay, we're going to put all the problems on your calendar. And so then <laughs> you can check the calendar at any point just to know what all the problems are. No wonder you don't like calendars. Yeah. <laughs> if you're looking at it as like a, a, no, but do you a know problems what I mean? like, board. No, no, but I think it's better knowing it than I not knowing it. I know what you mean. It. You could see everything as problems that are being solved or mm-hmm. things that need a solution. Or challenges. I remember I, I said to a client, you know, we'll help you solve the problems. Like, oh, we don't talk about problems. They're it's challenges. They're challenges. Yeah, we'll work on challenges. Okay. okay. Oh, well, I can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it's a constant battle. Mm-hmm. But there is there is a um, like it's literally this this recording that I was listening to last night was talking about the um, the the it is basic. So think about the time that you've been completely consumed. Like we're we're speaking slightly meta at the moment about the process of thinking mm. and the time that you have been nothing could break the spell of the thought process that's just happening. It's just. Oh, oh, oh no, that fucking, you know, you're totally grasped by emotion. Mm-hmm. You could see that as being asleep, right? You could see that as brain is in autopilot. Mm-hmm. Your thinking is just happening to you. Mm-hmm. You cannot control it. If you can break that, the feeling of like, whoa, like it's almost the equivalent of waking up from a dream. So, people that compartmentalize then, is that what they do, that they're essentially doing or, is, or do you say- No, I don't think, thing? I think that's still thought. I think if there's a, the opportunity to say- So, how do you address it? So, for instance, it's like the answer isn't, ah, oh, it's not happening, it's turn no, it no, off. No, exactly, but- Stop that thinking. So, then what, what is it? Because we, I guess like subconsciously, we are still- reconciling our thought. Like, that's why sleep is so good because while we're sleeping, we're fucking processing everything that's happening. Um, you, your body's recovering too. I don't fucking know what's going on while I'm sleeping, to be honest. Well, that's but- the whole, like, dream thing. Like, that's that's all the dream stuff. It's like- So, put it this way. 
you could do a meditation right now mm-hmm. and whatever problems you have, you can decide to leave them at the door for this five-minute period. All your problems come back in five mm-hmm. minutes, mm-hmm. but if your choice is to, for the next five minutes, they're not needing to be thought about mm-hmm. in that way. Put your focus into your breath, the present, the feeling sensations in your body. And so the power of doing that over and over again is the practice of meditation and it is what the benefit is. It's not to say that you end up getting away from that. Mm. It's just breaking the spell constantly, mm-hmm. setting up the mindfulness alarm, which is when you're fucking- And I and it is habit, right? It's habit formation, which means that if you meditate enough and think and put some thought into that, try and get out of the thinking into some present- mm. Hopefully, when you are in a stream of that mess in your mind, you can be, you can have enough perspective or you've built the habit that you can say, oh, fuck, I'm in this again. Mm-hmm. There's something about, you know, when you're like, oh, my God, I am fucking worked up, yeah, aren't yeah. I? Mm-hmm. And then it like takes some of the heat out of it. Mm-hmm. And so, that, that is, that's the practice. Yeah. And it's not to say that you get away from ever thinking, uh, you know, literally ever thinking. Your thinking stops. It's mm-hmm. like as if that's going to happen because mm-hmm. it's because you don't control it anyway. Yeah, it just streams in. You waking up in the middle of the night. Why are you thinking that? You can't answer that for mm-hmm. me. Why mm-hmm. you're thinking that? Unless you're watching YouTube, mm-hmm. world ending, yeah. <laughs> five minutes before bed. <laughs> yeah, the um, I think that a lot of people are struggling with purpose at the moment, especially like especially with what's happening in the US with COVID and you know, I was just listening to a podcast and I got the feeling that what we had. Six months ago, that that feeling mm. of like, oh, you know what? Like, especially YouTubers, yeah. Yeah. just listening to a YouTuber, it's like, what can I film? And then it's like, what's the what's the point? You know, if you're just talking about gear all the time, the, the reality of the the purpose thing is that it is all thought. So mm-hmm. you can think that your purpose is to do X, Y, and Z mm-hmm. could manifest in feelings, but it's all then still relating back to thinking, and so. That's why you can see these YouTubers who all of a sudden don't think that it's their purpose anymore to make YouTube videos about cameras. Mm-hmm. And then it has totally sucked out the purpose yeah. or the attachment to it that they have. And so, you know, you take away any of these things like jobs or- What about like travel, travel vloggers? Like, yeah. what are they thinking right now? Oh, man, it's- it's pretty tough. Yeah. <laughs> There's no yeah. travel. I mean, but this is where reinvention, like I wonder how many people have, have reinvented themselves in the last year. I don't think there's much negative in having your purpose challenged. I think what it's do you a, mean? I think it's a positive if you thought you w- were the guy, the girl, mm-hmm. and your purpose was X or Y. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's taken away from you. And you then question, because the purpose thing wraps up into your identity and Mm -hmm. self and what I mean, what I'm about and Mm -hmm. who people think I am and I'm the guy that has all the purpose. It's like, it can be a trap having purpose. Well, that's the thing around self-awareness. Like I think um, people like Gary V spend a lot of time talking about how good they are at self-awareness. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking And it feels like it's a, um, it's like a- I don't know, an oxymoron. Like just well, someone saying, to it. saying that. Like, so I guess you can be aware and just not care what people think. 
Like, I think that's a big thing. I think we've made it clear that um, self-consciousness relates to self-awareness, but not in the term of self-awareness to getting closer to being this enlightened, you mm-hmm. know, very free and light individual because mm-hmm. being self-conscious is totally just wrapped up in thought about your you as a self, you as who our, who Josh Jansen is, mm-hmm. what that label means mm-hmm. and what who you are. I mean, you can go so deep yeah. on this shit. This conversation I was listening to, it was this guy who literally wouldn't acknowledge so many things in this conversation with Sam Harris, the guy that I learned meditation off, mm-hmm. because he had the experience had dropped out. He was enlightened. And it's this but, uh, it's the without most mind fuck. Yeah, but because yeah. Sam's challenging him on uh-huh. all these things. Remember and Diavella had that guy on his podcast that refused to say that he didn't like any of his previous work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it can like, get a bit like, silly. Like how do you <laughs> get a bit silly? It can get a bit silly. And that's where, mate, we're all fucking figuring it out. Mm-hmm. We're all figuring it out. But if you don't have your purpose and it's gone for the moment, I mean, maybe there is a version of sitting with the experience of what what you have and who you, who, who you are beyond all those things, mm-hmm. which is a new exploration. Yeah, I think that the, like, identity is interesting. Like, it's, um, because, it, like, it creeps up on you. It's a thing, like, if you think about where we were before all of this like we did like think about like our relationship think Mm. about like how all of these things have changed over the last you know three four years but it doesn't Mm. you don't necessarily feel it you feel like the same people but there's a huge amount of growth Mm. that's very hard to understand well i mean the world's geared towards really um understanding who who you are Mm -hmm. and building an identity think about it it's like I wonder what, like, future, I think, is interesting. So, I think that a lot of people get their purpose from their future. Like, what the, you know, I'm doing this thing and it's going to help me in the future. And so, when things happen, when it feels like the world's ending, like, I think people, like, genuinely- The world's not ending. I mean, it kind no, no, of but is. I think that, as soon I think as it that starts, people feel like- It's ending. No, but I think that the thing is that when you see all these things happen, when you see, say- um, even stuff like the Robin Hood stuff, all of these things, it's like it's changing the the core way that capitalism, all of these different things mm-hmm. have worked. And then we are all sort of the results of those things. And so, yeah, it's it's very strange to see. Like it feels like in the past year, so many things have already changed. Oh, so yeah. think about like our perspective of what an office should be or what it could be and then think about now where it's like look at what what's happened with covid and mm-hmm. um you know being able to access your spaces and so yeah it's very mm. it's very strange i think um for a lot of people because it's like oh you know what like what the what is the like especially if you went to a job if you just went to a job every day showed up you had your coffee with your colleagues you did your work and all that sort of thing. And then all of a sudden you weren't doing that. There's like a huge amount of time. Like we've had a huge amount of thinking time. And then on top of that, put a huge amount of stress and strain onto people. It's like you see all these things happen. Like you, mm-hmm. like I've seen so much change in the past, oh, yeah. in the past year. Mate, it's been wild. Mm-hmm. And um, we know nothing. <laughs> we know nothing. We are nothing. Who, are, who is we? 
um, yeah, it's, yeah, I think it's... Um, Any thoughts? Let us know. Yeah, hi at thedailytalkshow.com. It's a, uh, yeah, if you've, if you've had a complete reinvention, let us know. Like yeah. if, if, these, if, if it's completely changed, because I think it, like, that's what I love about things like YouTube and podcast. I'm, I'm sure people feel it with the podcast as well as it's like you are getting to see people evolve and, and change their thinking. Mm-hmm. Think about even when Diavella had sort of like that time where he was having panic attacks and he was like mm-hmm. talking about all that's like, right. that's like huge, like huge changes for people. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it feels like everyone's having a simultaneous experience, but we're not necessarily always good at calling it out. We're always like, fuck yeah, yeah I just, like how many people have said, oh, man, I just feel tired at the moment. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's like a change. It's fucking yeah. it, like it does. And going back to work yeah, like yeah. in a real office, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah. all fucking a bit tiring exactly. to be honest. Well, uh, enjoy the rest of your Chewy Tuesday, everyone. Excited for next week oh, with, the, uh, with the new Chewies. <sighs> yeah. But uh, thank you, uh, GB, for the uh, <laughs> extra uh, bubble gum. No, sorry, uh, bubble mint. I actually need my patience. Yeah, so do I. All righty. Uh, Have a good one, guys. See See you tomorrow.